talking during business hours where we have interesting conversations over a great bottle of wine. I'm Sarah J. Halstead, your host. Support the show by subscribing, following, and liking our episodes. Check out my website, Sarah J. Halstead, for the latest stand updates and all my social media links. In our first episode of 2022, I had the pleasure of chatting with Zoya and Michael Fazone. This very funny husband-wife duo has a popular podcast called Welcome to Our Podcast, where they take time out of their busy schedules to sit at the kitchen table, connect, and talk to one another. All right. Happy New Year, Zoya Happy and New Mike. Happy New Year. Yes. <laughs> Welcome. Happy yes. New Year. A little Thank Ferrari for Carano. Vese. Siena. Nice. Happy New Year. Happy yeah. New Year. How was it? It was quiet. Uh, yeah? yeah. You, you didn't go anywhere? No, I mean, Mike shot a show for in Hollywood, and that was the first time I left my house since I got COVID. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was taking pictures at a, at a show, but... Oh. Aside from that, we're kind of just eating in in our house. Yeah, yeah. That's what I did. I had yeah. COVID too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're both. I, so we got it around the same time. Yeah. yeah. I, t- I think I tested positive on like the twenty first or the twenty second. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got it a little later than you then. Mm-hmm. But I, I just tested negative this morning. And what yeah. a what Welcome a back. oh my goodness! <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's it's such a system right now. Yeah. Yeah. Where did where did you go to get? I mean, did you take a home test or? Well, at first I did, and then I was like, "There's no way," because the at home test sat in my car in the desert for a little while. So I was oh, like, "This is wrong." Didn't know if it was going to be. And then the next morning, I went into a doctor's office, and they were like, "No, yeah." I did PCR and a rapid test. They both came oh, back positive. I was yeah, like, yeah. "Great, cool." Well, you got it over with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, and what what was it? A cold for you? Yeah, or? basically, runny nose, headache. My back was killing me though. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Like, I've heard a lot of people that are like yeah my back was my back was killing me wow yeah okay um I had a cold and my little toe was killing me. Oh. Really? No, I just, but, but I did. I, no, but I had. I just had a yeah. cold. Yeah. 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 I, I feel very lucky. And yeah. you yeah. didn't get it, Mike? No. So how did you manage I that? Know. I don't know. You're a Superman. That's what I keep thinking. <laughs> Either that or I'm already dead, and you guys are the, the only people who could see me. <laughs> but it's definitely one of those things. Okay, so I saw you two at a holiday party mm-hmm. not too long ago, and we won't say. It was yeah. a comedy club. Yes. We won't say because everyone contracted COVID <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what, but you ended up on skates from that as well. Yeah. But you're just, what are you doing? You taking a ton of zinc? Nothing really. I guess when you were sick, I was taking like zinc and like wellness stuff. And, and, uh, and I've kept taking it just because. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm around. I'm not like um, locking myself in the house at the moment. Like, you still gotta try. Yeah, to make we, money have to, and stuff like yeah that. we have to. Yeah, we have to. We have to. Yeah, we yeah. can't. I think everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people, have that attitude right now. Yeah, like we but just going have out to still learn. being like as safe as possible. Yeah. Like we also got like our vaccines and our boosters. Sure. So I think that's um, good. Hopefully, one of the contributing factors to why it was either like non-existent or very like mild. I tell you, this was the fastest I ever got over a cold ever. And wow. I'm also vaxxed and boosted. Oh, yeah. nice. So I do think that yeah. there's something to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, agree. after I quarantined, I was like 100%. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. 
you know. But, but yeah, you guys aren't slowing down. First of all, congratulations on your podcast. Oh, thank thanks. you. It is so funny. I love you two together. <laughs> thank you're you. You're a great, okay, so I should say for the listeners, your husband and wife, mm-hmm. yes. husband and wife team. Yeah. Yes. And how long have you been married? Uh, five years. We, uh, wow. Five years. Yeah. Five years this November. November. Yeah. Last November. You're yeah. so cute. And yeah. did you start, how long have you, you you've uh, recorded 363 episodes? Oh, there's more than that. Oh, there's is more, there? Yeah. Oh, we okay. had to change the name at some point because there was something wonky about like where we oh. started uploading our thing. But we started like a year, less nine than a years year ago. into being together. Yeah. And we, when oh. we still lived out in Connecticut, it started back then. And there were like a hundred and something episodes of Welcome to the Podcast. Yeah. Okay. And then they were like the host, you know, the host network and we had to change it. So that's why it's our podcast now. Yeah. And every show has been after that. I yeah. love that title. It's really <laughs> simple. Yeah. Easy. And yeah. It shows you how <laughs> creative. Right. Yeah, but it's, creative, it's funny. Like no, well that, because it makes it funny. The simplicity good, good. of it is yeah. catchy. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you can absolutely tell, well, you there know, was that a, it's comedy. Um, I think it was after a, a Daniel Tosh joke. Daniel Tosh had a so joke funny. and he was, um, it was like he wanted to make a restaurant called Thank You For Calling, How May I Help You? So when people <laughs> picked up the phone, they would have to say, thank you for calling, thank you for calling, how may I help you, how may I help you? So that was, I think that was like yeah, a little our homage podcast. to Daniel Tosh. Right, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It's really clever. Yeah. And so you've been podcasting for how many years then? So you've been married, because this was before when you started. Yeah, in- so we've been together. It'll be 10 years in February. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then Congratulations. Uh, we started September of 2012. So like nine years. Wow. So you really were on the forefront. You were one of the first people to <laughs> podcast, really. Yeah, I mean, there's something was, to I that. Mean, there were definitely big podcasts. I was like listening to them because I remember there was a stretch of time where podcasting came out and I wasn't sure what it was or if it was yeah. like so niche, you know, and I think that was, uh, but the big ones existed like Adam Carolla had his and like I used to listen to uh, independent wrestling one with this dude called Cabana who still has like very popular one, but they I were like it, yeah. who I see as like pioneering people. Um, I got on like YouTube really early. So I tried to get on other things really early just in case that was like, you know, the thing that became really popular. So, so that was kind of, was that your break YouTube? Cause you are still a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Um, ish. I mean, Oh really? Yeah. I, I mean, really it's just so it. much, uh, it's so, it's different than it was like back in the day, like back in, like when we first met each other, Yeah. like 2000, 10, 11. Yeah. I got on in 2006 and I was a musician back then. So I was just mm-hmm. doing stuff whenever I could, usually like once every couple of weeks or once a month. To promote your music or? Yeah, mostly okay. just that. Um, and then uh, I remember I just wrote something stupid and tried to That's talk to takes. the camera. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, that was just really fun to do. So I started watching TikTok in the middle of that. Uh, uh, No, it was just super fun to do. And then um, I just kept doing that. But it was all a way to like promote music at the at the start. Are you still in a band? No, no, I haven't played music even in a long time. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Stand up is kind of like 
it's everything I wanted to do with music, but without any of the music. Like you don't have to learn. It. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I yeah. agree. And there's only so much time, mm-hmm. and we only have so much creative energy yeah. to put into something. I'm a musician too, intermittently. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yes, I'm a, yeah, uh-huh. classically trained, and I thought when I was younger, I thought I was going to be a rock star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought I was going to be like a concert pianist, mm-hmm. and that's what I strived to do when I was younger. And then um, as I just kind of, you know, uh, started to explore various, you know, comedy and acting and, um, and, and baton trolling, whatever it might be, yeah. <laughs> like I was, <laughs> I kind of tried a little bit of everything, but I am just really satisfied with stand-up. Yeah. And I find yeah. that it's all I really need to fulfill that particular outlet. Right. I mean, I like acting too, don't get me wrong, but we're not in control of acting. Mm. Sure. It's like you need yeah. to be chosen by somebody. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so, but, but what's really nice about podcasting is because you two are funny, you're a really funny duo, and that also, you're creating it. You're not waiting for someone to do that for you. Yeah, yeah. it's like a little, I mean, we've been doing it forever and lucky enough to have, um, like an audience, which helps us make it a job. And then it's just like a really fun job to have. Yeah. Dude, I love, even at that party, <laughs> that unnamed party that yeah. we were at, people would come up to you and ask you like where you started in comedy or like yeah. where you, whatever. And she's just like, <laughs> we've been trying to get people to understand this for a long time. Like she's just her. She's just very East Coast, like no bullshit. Love it. And she just talks like I that. Think, yeah, <laughs> though, I, you know, I'm one of five, you know, six basically. Oh. And it's like, wow. You know, like we, all we did was make fun of each other. Like there was not a day that somebody wasn't crying because their feelings got hurt, <laughs> hurt you know? Now where, where out East are you from? Um, Connecticut. Oh, you're, from, you're, yeah. you're both from Connecticut. Yeah, that's where Born we in, met. Yeah. Oh, and you yeah. met? Oh. Yeah. How, how yeah. did you meet? A mutual friends. Yeah. 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 So. That is yeah. so, are you Italian as well? No, I'm Albanian. Oh, yes. Albanian. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And are you like in the middle? Are you the baby? I am what? smack dab in the middle. You're max. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that yeah. that's why you're, you know, oh, you, yeah. you know how to hold your own. Yeah. You're everyone's <laughs> punching bag and everyone's go-to as a middle child, you know? So, I mean, it was always fun and, you know, we. I'm one of five. My mom's one of seven, you know, and it's it's interesting that like you know we were always around like you know cousins first cousins second cousins you know so that that was like our crew you know and we all grew up together and you know we're the oldest out of all of like the cousins kids so it was like some of us went to school together the rest of us grew up with my mom's first cousins and you know they're like our age and um it was just always there's always a funny guy and when you're part of a huge family like that you don't really have a choice but to yeah, either gotta, sink or swim that's and, right yeah your whole so, family all the cousins swimmer. have a really good sense of humor mm-hmm. like everybody so yeah so it sounds like you get along with the family that oh, yeah, makes man. it easier yeah. doesn't it I like it? them a lot they remind me of Italian people very much do they it's a little different but they're very like close knit bunch and, and yeah family family yeah. first mm-hmm. right yeah. that's my impression yeah. as well yeah right. And do you come from a good family, Mike? Yeah. 
Yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, I meant to say big family, not good family. <laughs> no, that's not from a good family. What is this? You want to get right to it. Well, what's uh, considered yeah. good? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that question's coming eventually anyway. We just want to cover the size first. A big family, yeah. <clears throat> um, it's less It's less than that because I was an only child. So, But my mom had two sisters. My dad had two brothers. And I got a bunch of cousins. But um, in the house, it was it was just me. So how did you find stand-up? Um, how did that come about? Well, I was a musician for so long, mm-hmm. and then I went through like all the reincarnations of being a musician. I was like by myself, and then I was bad for a long time, and I got together <laughs> with some other people and got better, and that didn't last very long just because rambunctious 20-something-year-old boys. And, um, but it was very good. I think we did a, a good job. We just weren't together for very long. And then I was on my own. And I never thought that I would be smart enough to be a stand-up comedian, but I was always like a huge fan. I would watch, um, you know, all these tapes that my dad had, and he had like taped versions of like um, this show that Rodney Dangerfield used to have. Yeah. I think on HBO, and it was like short, like like Netflix does now. We'll have like 20, 15 minutes of somebody. It's brilliant, brilliant concept. Yeah. Those little snippet shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all the, um, what was it? Not Comic Aid. What am I thinking of? Used to be on HBO. Um, it was like um, in the nineties. Billy Crystal yeah. and Robin Williams and Whoopi Goldberg. Comic relief. Comic relief. Okay, comic comic relief. Aid. So yeah. Confusing it with a farm aid. <laughs> farm <laughs> but um, a yeah, yeah. Uh, I used to watch all that stuff, and I was always a fan, but I never thought that I'd be able to do it. And then I started mixing like comedy with music stuff, and then I eventually just fell out of the love with the music stuff and I um, still liked making people laugh more than anything so it was a very like Mm. natural very like slow progression you are so funny oh thank you very much oh my god you would just so I used to have a little show for a while it was the best when I met both of you yeah um, at the the Oyster House Mm -hmm. here in the valley R.I.P. and you just became like the house favorite oh and everyone, and, and that show was like the little engine that could. Yeah. I don't know what it was. There was just something magical. The that owners the were best. really cool. Mm-hmm. They're still really good friends of mine. Good. I miss them. And I hope they're okay because I, I know that with COVID, they've had a hard time like with, with keeping it open. Yeah, yeah, that place was kind of um, up and down even before the yes. pandemic. So I yes. can only imagine. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> um, but a really cool space. And what I love about and what I admire is you always, you can't tell that you're doing a set. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Until I say the same thing over and over and over. That's when I knew. Until you see it every week. It was the following week. I'm like, oh, this was a set? Yeah. (laughs) It's hard because I love that. Like, that's what it used to be in the crossover between music and comedy. It was just talking to people in between the songs, and that's kind of what I fell in love with. Ah. And then you learn about, like, slowly, like, how to write a joke and you need to do it so many times for it to be like as good as they could possibly be so trying to mix those two things I, I was always trying to do that did it okay did it happen gradually or mm-hmm. did you just have an epiphany like this is this is it just make it as organic as possible no I think when I first started to 
watch comedy. I always thought that they were just making it up. Like they had those people on the show because like they knew they had zany opinions or whatever. Yeah. So they would bring them up to the stage or whatever, and that would be like you talk like you for you know, 15 minutes or whatever. 15 minutes, wow. Or whatever it yeah. was. Like somebody do, like, uh, yeah. you know. Uh, That's I a long to, time if you're not yeah. prepped. Yeah, yeah, people exactly. have no idea right. how long 15 minutes uh, is. Yeah. Yeah. Five minutes, depending on, Until you're in on the what middle you have to prepare. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <You're sweaty. laughs> um, but it's always just what I thought it was. I thought all the best people made it sound like that. Yeah, and, um, true. I really just love, like, the crowd work stuff is, is still what I love more than anything. You're really strong with oh, crowd work. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. That all comes from music stuff, just talking to people. And I, I find that that's what the audience really clings on to, the crowd work. They just love those moments where mm-hmm. they know that you're off the script. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and they, they just get some really revved up. Mm-hmm. And there aren't very many people in this town that can do amazing crowd work. You're one of them. Oh, thank you very, very much. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I think that people really like the, uh, I mean, there's a reason you go see a live show rather than like watch a video on YouTube or, or watch something on Netflix is because you want to have like a live experience. Right. And when the crowd work stuff is happening, it's like it's only happening there and now. So it makes like buying a ticket even more worth it, I think. Yeah. Because um, you're all like checking in and, and being very here and now. And It's here yeah. and now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because you're you're both very talented at social media as well. <laughs> thank you but oh really oh I think you're no. really talented oh God, yeah you. yeah but no you've done a phenomenal job <laughs> so why, why I, do you say it like that I think why? that a lot of the 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 following that I have is just a rollover of you know fans of Mike and all of that but That's okay I'm mm. like I I do not post enough it's we, always think, a thing, you know, like it's always, I just, I really, I just, I hate it. I think we all feel that way though. Yeah. Like we're not being, it's because it's one of those things that always lingers over us. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. cause there's always stuff to do. Right. But I think, you know, getting back to the here and now people just love like advertisements don't do well on social media. Like, like if you post a flyer of a show or right. anything salesman, mm. it, it doesn't go over well. It's got to, but if, if it looks like you just, like you just yeah. videotaped or just had this moment. Yeah. Those yeah. are the the videos that get like 10,000 views and yeah. more. Yeah. Also, you know? there's a lot to be said for like, um, like one of the things I learned from doing the internet stuff for so long is that like if you build a team and you let go of, it was hard for me to let go of like uh, the editing and the filming stuff mm-hmm. for a long time because doing the YouTube stuff for so long, it was all just like- You had a team. It was like clockwork. No, it was it was me for a long time. Oh. And now we have a team that helps us so much. Yeah. And oh. uh, our friend Lex and Leah and our friend okay. Kevin edits our videos. Oh. And we kind of have gotten into this nice like swing of things where they you know they help us provide stuff so we could post twice a week Mm -hmm. and um and make sure we're always like showing up and you have a funny little clip and people are really into those right now 
So they just do a great job. And yeah, just, I can't take you know. any credit for any of that. Yeah. Oh, really? So you yeah. have a team. That no. makes me feel like, a yeah. little less yeah. of a loser then <laughs> so when I'm looking at right, all, of right, your, right. all of your... So, there's, yeah. There's Screw a it. Did I say you're yeah. talented? You're not talented. Let's get Kevin and Nina. Who was it? Kevin, yeah. let's get them on the show. Why are we interviewing Lex, these two? Yeah. 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 Guys, yeah. You might as well. Oh, they, They're they all very funny. I mean, they handle a lot of the podcast stuff. You know, Mike does a lot of his own you know social media and mine just falls flat so thank you but you know it's, no, it's just it's really always funny because I'm always like there's a, if someone can do it for a dollar amount just let me know what that dollar amount is yeah, and if I no. can swing it <laughs> I mean, great it's time that we're never going to get back right? yeah. yeah so yeah. no I I hear you yeah but a I, lot of that I, I like I said I wish I did it sooner and I've had a bunch of people help me out throughout the past like especially like five or six years but it got to the point especially because i moved to la because of the youtube stuff you know and i was doing it so frequently that you know that was like our only income for a long time so i was just doing it constantly and then it got to a point where i was just like at my standing desk editing like most of the hours of the day and i was like especially if i'm going to be a good stand-up and be able to like talk about the world and see the world and have opinions i have to like have a a life and i have to be able to be out there and live and uh and that's when i started um having other people take some of the responsibility off and it was i wish i did it a lot sooner oh really Mm -hmm. brilliant but maybe it would have been hard to, um, if you would have started sooner with, with a team, maybe you would not have had a voice just yet because yeah, you, you really right. have a very strong point of view. Oh, thank you. Um, and the podcast does as well. You mm-hmm. have a, a set tone mm-hmm. and you you just seem to have been consistent with that. You don't... Mm-hmm. Yeah. We kind of never think about it. We, we're, we're just like you're just yeah. you're hu- doing your hubby wifey thing on. That's there. just kind of how we are all the time. I think also too, it forces us to you know sit down and connect. You know what I mean? It forces us to like sit down and like stare at each other and actually have a conversation. That's nice. Even if it's about nothing, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It still has you know some kind of weight. You know, and it it really. So Mondays are our days, you know? That's it's date we, night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's have, really romantic. when everything's open and stuff, we have very opposite schedules. So it's mm-hmm. like, it, it's our like guaranteed at least hour and a half long conversation or oh, whatever. Oh, that's yeah. really nice. Yeah. Because it really looks like you're having a good time. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we really do enjoy each other when we actually get to enjoy each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're yeah. very busy because you also, and I'm looking at like the your oh. texture of your hair. <laughs> um, Zoya, you do hair. Yes. In Santa Monica. Yes. What's what's the place called? Uh, I have my own little studio uh, in the Salon Republic on Fifth, and we call Salon it Republic. Studio Aura. Studio Aura. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, so. you all got to check out Zoya's yeah. hair because yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I had to cut it myself last time. It was atrocious, but it, we got it done. <laughs> all right. So how were you affected with COVID doing what you do at oh the salon? God. Was that, I mean, it was really hard. Yeah. I mean, we were for shut everyone. down for like six months out of. 2020 you know like there was no you couldn't work I mean 
so there was no you didn't have you wouldn't like sneak people over at your house to do their roots or anything like I that mean, of course not mm-hmm. right yeah right. you know um at some point you know you have to that's my livelihood i mean i that's just like I, the only way i was making money and you yeah know, no i um so i would imagine i mean i know that a lot of people did it and i know and i don't blame anybody for doing it you know i mean yes i did it um but it's a, it's a lot, you know. I wouldn't go into anyone's apartments, you know. Okay. Like if I was going to do it, it had to be outdoors. Yeah, in the I cold. I wouldn't walk through mm-hmm. anyone's houses. I mean, in the summer, it was like, and I was like six masks. I mean, I would come home and I would just have like, you know, all of the, the lines from all of the masks and, you know, just immediately it was scary like, get in the shower. And, yeah. You know, like, we didn't know. We didn't know. Um, and even still now, you know, I, I still worry at, you know, all my clients that have to wear a mask in this, in the studio, they are not allowed to take it off. And, you know, I obviously, I mean, to take a sip of water and whatever. Sure. Yeah. You know, we've gotten way more lax now. Now that we know a little more. Yeah, I'm still, like, touching people. I'm in their faces. Sure. And, you know, and I'm with someone for sometimes three hours at a clip, you know, depending on what we're doing. So, you know, but we we were affected a lot. I mean, the your hairdressers and all of that, I mean, they suffered. They really did. Oh, yeah. Them, the estheticians, nail techs, all of them. Oh, yeah. So, you know. Um, and we're all still feeling that now, so. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We are. Yeah. I mean, so what? Are, what is it like now? Is it just um, mass mandated, but mm-hmm. you're pretty much full on again? Oh, yeah. I, uh, um, I still am not, um, I'm still not double booking. I don't have an assistant. I started mm-hmm. my own thing after we opened back up the Good. first time. Um, just because everything changed Good for, you. for hairdressers and you know subcontractors and all of that stuff so so that's when you went on your own yeah oh I love it so I mean so stupid to open up your own business during a pandemic (laughs) I don't know but you know what it worked out it worked out for me and yeah I'm very thankful and you know my clients are great so I can't complain you know I have a great clientele and well you've been here for a while now yeah right you guys when did you what when did you move to LA eight years ago okay Mm -hmm. that's a long enough time yeah yeah for and and you have and Mike has a strong fan base here and Mm -hmm. do you have and you have a room now at the Hollywood Improv the lab yeah 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 yeah. and what what is that show that's That's the um, surrounded show surrounded show yeah so we're able to um to set up the room in a way where the comedian's in the middle of the room and everyone's sitting around them, and it's just a oh, crowd work. Yeah. I'll have to go. Yeah, yeah. When, it's um, really fun. It's it, normally the first Friday of each month. Okay. They'd be giving us two shows, so there's a late, there's an early show and a late show. Oh, seven beautiful. Nine forty-five. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it's. Are they performing stand-up comedy, or is mm-hmm. it like a okay? And they're yeah. just in the middle of the room and not on the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's great. That's really cool. Yeah. You know what I like so much about that? Mm. That room is set up kind of. I do a monthly show there as well, yeah. and the room, those pillars really get in the way. Yeah. And you, it, there's a lot of blind spots. Yeah. To the performers in that room, so. Is that how you thought of it to do uh, it in the middle no, of the room? It was set up like that for somebody else's show. I forget whose show it was, but somebody was like uh, running their hour in there or something, and I was like, "Oh, this would be perfect for crowd work." So I asked ah. them if we could just uh, uh, Yusef, Rami Yusef. Yeah, I think, I, yeah, yeah, Rami's yeah. great. Um, and uh, and then they let me do because I was already doing the crowd work show in there. 
And oh, so I okay. was like, if we could do it in this format, that'd be great. And it would make it different from all the other shows. And there's only so many venues that that would work in, I think. Yeah, you kind of want it intimate, I would imagine. Yes. Yeah. I Yeah, I love mm-hmm. the intimacy of that room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to fill. Yeah. yeah. You know, for, for the sure. most part. Yeah. Unless a there's people, a... I've heard it literally since I moved here that people are kind of split on that room. Me it too. It doesn't have, like, I, the best reputation, but I never understood that because... Some of the most like rowdy, ruckus nights that I've been in that building have been there. If that room is full and everyone's into oh. it, like it gets really loud and it's it can really be nice. fire. Yeah. yeah, when it's on, it's on. Yeah, yeah. but I've also yeah. been to open mic in there for like five hours waiting for my spot, and it's like you could hear a pin drop. Yeah, in it can and also be really intense. Yeah. yeah, so this is the lab at the mm-hmm. Hollywood Improv on Melrose, right? And it's um, it's an intimate room. But it's also infamous, mm-hmm. and yeah, the they have uh, an infamous open mic where all the all the mics. What, what, how did we do that? We used to put our name in a hat or something. I yes. forget. Yeah, you know, you put your name in the bucket, or you yeah. buy a ticket at the at the bar. They would have it at the front bar, and uh, and you put your name on that, and then you'd hope that you were really in the bucket by the time yeah. that they uh, they picked you. And I never got picked. <laughs> <laughs> tell you how often i did it it's so I hard never got as like a, um there's a part of me that wishes i i started stand up when i was like 17 or 18 oh, me too because you have because you think just sitting in the room is like the coolest thing yeah and it's great depending on what your mindset is yeah but when you're like a grown-up like we came out here a little bit earlier or a little bit later yeah i think i was like 27 28 yeah i was 30 and uh just to sit in a room for that long is it gets tough to do, especially when you don't get picked. You're like, oh, why would I come back here? Yeah. And it gets really tough. I would get mad. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, how dare they? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the only, yeah. what other emotion you're supposed to have. Right. And then you would go up and do your three minutes. Like, I, I sucked when I first got here. Well, we all Because I didn't know that I didn't know to. how to do stand-up. I yeah. had done it. You know, a handful of times over right. there. Uh, yeah, and with the aid of, like, a guitar or whatever. Mm-hmm. So Very when different. I got here, especially in that room in the lab, people told you real fast that you were not <laughs> funny wait. at all. I remember the host told me one time, he's like, dude, you're not funny. <laughs> like, okay. Thank you so much. So it, it, it is rude, so but you get, now. like, thank you very much. I well, you that. either, like, you either get personally offended by that or you try to get better yeah, or thank, quit. <laughs> thank you for sharing that story, though, because mm-hmm. if there are any comics listening or aspiring comics, you can never say to a comic, you just don't have it. Yeah. That's the worst thing you can say because you just never know. Mm-hmm. And if you put in the work, in my opinion, inevitably, you're going to get better. Yeah. You may never get great Yeah. if you're not born with a certain je ne sais quoi, because mm-hmm. I do believe you have to be born with a little something. Yeah. Sure. You got to be born with presence or, you know, being comfortable at the mic or, you know, whatever. Uh, because I, I think the comics who aren't comfortable at the mic, it's going to take them a little longer, mm-hmm. you know, to get their tone and yeah. their, their point of view. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But thanks for saying that of because course. because you do get better if you put in the work. Yeah. Yeah. And um I feel like the longer you do it you realize all these like tools that you have to have to make it go okay. Like yeah. there's 
a lot of comedians are funny, but then there's like, what do you do if the person before you does really, really well? Like, how do you change yourself uh, or change your, your set to, to be okay if someone like crushes the room before you go on? Yeah. How do you do if somebody like eats so much shit before you go on? Like, can you like save a room? Yeah. Can you turn it around? What if they're not like feeling jokes at the moment? So yeah. it's fun to watch people and being here for so long, it's fun to watch so many people who maybe weren't the strongest 10 years ago get way, way better. It happens yeah, all the time. That, it does are, happen all yeah. the It's It's like, wow, when did that happen? Right. Yeah. Like, right. Has that ever happened where you watch oh, a course. comic? You're like, wow, I went, yeah. Yeah. Like this person became funny all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. And it's, um, what is your process of uh, like writing and performing what do you have? Do you have a structure? Um, so I write uh, pretty much every idea I have down, and I didn't do that for a long time. I would do the thing where it's like, you know, maybe if it's really good, I'll go find a notebook or whatever. But now I like mm. legit. I'm just like jotting stuff down at all times when it comes to you. Yeah, just yeah, so, I don't so you forget. don't forget. Yes, right. yes. And then I'll go back through it and I'll see like what makes me laugh if I if I go back to read it. And sometimes, you know, it's like a like Paul McCartney talks about with songs. Like if you if you force yourself to sit there and finish the whole thing, that's normally like the purest form of the song. Mm. So if I could finish like a joke, like here's the premise and here's the problem and here's how I solve the problem or some kind of like conclusion, I'll try to force that out. And then normally I'll go back and I'll perform it and I'll record it and force myself to listen to that even though that's always painful no matter what and uh and listen to like where the laughs are and normally a lot of my funniest friends who are like really um discouraged with the process i'm like do you record all your sets and they're like yeah and i'm like do you listen to it and they're like I record them all. I do the you know? same. I know it's and hard because it's so shitty to oh, to listen. It just makes me cringe. But the reason I ask people that is, I'm like, you're funny. You're funny in conversation. You're gonna listen to yourself say stuff and be able to add. You're gonna be able to improve everything and be like, oh, I should have said that here, like you do with like a fight or and something. And make it tighter. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. But it's so cringy to go back through yourself not being as funny as you thought you were. Oh, isn't it? And it's such like a check to your, it really, (laughs) really is. Yeah. And do you ever think like, okay, maybe I'm still not funny. And I think I am like, you know, because I, I look at my earlier and I can't even, I have it, you know, um, private on YouTube, my old shows and Mm -hmm. I don't want anyone to see them. They're so bad. But at the time, I was like, hey, yeah. I got a little something here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I look back, I'm like, oh. Yeah. You know? Still, but, I'll be I'll be doing jokes that work and then I'll just get tired of them after a while and I'll be like, oh, well now, you know, those aren't funny and I'll just be beyond it. Well, you did a thing for a while where you you were looking you you taped yourself looking at your old material uh-huh <laughs> what, what was that called what was that oh, i saw so that I on your my, speaking of doing like 15 minutes when you have nothing to do that's what i did for my first set okay i went up there for 15 minutes Ooh. and i had i think i had some things written down but it was mostly just like whatever we'll do whatever and uh i did a video years later probably like four or five years ago at this point no three, four years ago where I filmed myself just like watching. I saw that. that. Yeah. Yeah. 
So just painful um, That was a, I saw that ar- around the time you were on my previous podcast at the mm-hmm. Comedy Store, and that's oh, how we yeah, met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We met at the Comedy Store in the studio down in the basement. Yeah. Jimmy and Sarah on the Sunset Strip, and my uh, partner, Jimmy Shin, said, you, we, this is like the funniest, funniest comic. Oh, dude. He's so fascinating. We had you, and, I, mm-hmm. and that he's was when... very nice. Oh, he's so, he's so great. He works yeah. really, really hard. Yeah. Um, shout out to Jimmy Shin. But yeah, we... And then I started having you at my show at Oyster House mm-hmm. and saw how much you crushed. Oh, that's great. Thank you very much. Would you say you are observational or what category of comedy do you put yourself in? I guess. If you had to. I I, mean. I guess it's kind of observational. Yeah. Like I think about the things that I write down and they're mostly just like, I think this and like, what does that mean if I think this? Is that true? Like it's a lot of stuff about me. I get really paranoid about like, you know. Like, I don't watch anybody's, like, stuff anymore because I don't want to accidentally whatever. So I try to keep it all as personal as possible. Mm -hmm. And if I'm like, this just happened to me, I'll write it down. So I'll have, like, a time stamp of, like, no, I was here on this day and and this happened, you know? Did you ever have a moment, and maybe even as a couple, where Zoya was like, don't talk about that? (laughs) <laughs> because it's like personal about your relationship or did it does do you ever get bothered Zoya no like, I mean everyone's always like does he make fun of you I was like he's got jokes about me I'm like but I'm fucking awesome he can't make fun of me yeah. you know that's like, pretty, if you listen to the jokes it's pretty much just that your mom is always like don't ever be afraid to write jokes about the family. Yeah. And I'm like, That's no. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, he, he really, I, I mean, he's got a ton of material there if that's the case. But, um, but yeah, no, I never, I was never like, you know, don't talk about this or don't, don't say this. So, so you there's know. N- nothing is off the table. No, like you, you I can... mean, I don't get offended easily. I'm not one of those girls that's like, oh, my feelings, you know, like no. I just, I'm not, I'm not that. So, also, my jokes aren't like, oh, my wife. Yeah. 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 That's I don't, always we don't have that. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. good. I'm yeah. glad. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's not original anyway. When, no. When also, it wouldn't do that be true to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a whole genre for a while. Yeah. It's like, come on. Is this the 80s? Um, <laughs> you know? But yeah. if we're supposed yeah. to be like telling the truth or whatever, like the truth is that like we like each other and I think she's funny and. You know, she's like tough. So that's the kind of stuff that I talk about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I noticed that. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's fun. A, it's yeah. a good compliment mm. to one another. Yeah. And so, yeah, do you write as well? No. Okay. So you're not uh, like no. part of the whole, you're, no. you're just you doing know. the podcast and <laughs> yeah. supporting, basically. Yeah. That's, that's, that's all I have room for, you know, like being, you know, a creative type of person anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, we all are so judgmental of ourselves, right? Yes, goodness. And I think that if I was to ever start to, like, sit there and and write, you know, like, I'm so judgmental of my work now. And, you know, sitting there and trying to, like, do stand-up in front of, like, a crowd and you know, just bombing and I would, (laughs) I would torture myself for weeks, months, years. (laughs) You know what I mean? There's no way. Yeah, I'm already, I'm already judgmental. You know, like I saw a meme a couple days ago, you know, and it was like someone like burying themselves, uh, you know, thinking about that 
one of the first haircuts I messed up, you know? Mm. And it's, oh, it's so true, you know? Like I, I, like, I think about, I think back on, like, you know, something that I could have done differently or wrong or whatever, and I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, you know? So I couldn't, I don't think I could ever do stand-up ever. So podcasting it is. Yeah, this, <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I'm in the well, comfort of my and, own and home. And, hey, your bandwidth is maxed because you you have your own business, yeah. your hair, podcaster. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's that's enough. Wife, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Daughter, yeah. sister, yeah. 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 You're, you're full. Doormat, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Um, and and then what about your photography, Mike? Because you mm. are very talented in that area as well. Thanks. This is the nicest yeah. place I've ever oh, been. <laughs> There's just so much to talk about because you, you guys do so much. Um, I think we both have kind of like a work ethic that comes from like... Um, our, our parents were very nice, but they didn't, like, you know, they weren't about to, like, let us skate or whatever, yeah. you know? So we always Pretty had, strict. Uh, like, when I was a musician, my parents were like, we're okay with you being a musician as long as you could pay your own way everywhere. So I always had, like, a million jobs. And then when I got here, it's like I was still kind of freelance because that YouTube stuff, I always said that could be gone tomorrow, you know? Yeah. So I always had to have a bunch of jobs. And then everyone in the city is like that. Everyone yeah. has like a couple gigs. A so, side hustle going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were always just very comfortable with that. And taking pictures, I used to get paid to take pictures in Connecticut. Oh. And um, I was, you know, an apprentice to a lot of good like wedding photographers. And uh, they taught me a lot, David Apuzo and, uh, and Neil Landino. Oh, and, so you're professionally trained. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, a, for sure. Like something you just started doing. Yeah, yeah. And then I always had time. a camera in my hand because of the YouTube stuff anyway. So to be able to, you know, it was also a good way to, like, meet more comedians and more, you know, people who put on shows is mm -hmm. to help uh, take pictures because you feel a need that they have, you know. Yeah. Uh, at the very beginning, I, I did so much for, for free, and I had no problem doing that. I was like, do you need any help? I know that you need to, like, it's understanding the whole ecosystem of the thing. It's like the shows need mm -hmm. to get people to the shows, so they need stuff to make attractive posters out of. Right. Or they need uh, proof that people were there. So you take pictures of that stuff, and then people get excited to come to the shows, and you add some kind of, like, value to the show. Yeah. And then when it got to be, like, oh, you're a comedian, we'll also put you up or whatever. And then doing as good as possible in, like, the last-minute opportunities. Like, if somebody didn't show up or whatever, like, comedians don't show up all the time. If somebody throws yeah. you up and you do a great job, that person's going to, like, remember you for a long time. So I, I was always trying to take advantage of those kind of opportunities. That was really smart. Mm. It's one of the reasons I restarted this podcast. I took a little break. But I restarted because of the relationships. Mm -hmm. I just wanted, I missed talking to other comics and like talking on this level. Yeah. Because, you know, when we're in the green room or whatever, we're in between, um, you know, a, a lot of comics don't hang out in the green room any mm -hmm. longer with COVID. Right. So it's like impossible to like get to know people and have a, com like a, you know, a heart yeah. felt conversation. Yeah. So I'm so happy to bring this back, like yeah. just for that. But you, you never have guests on your podcast, right? Are you we guys? don't really. We have like we once to. in a blue moon yeah. we have them, but it's pretty much it's just become so. I don't know. It, it becomes very much like about this. I don't know how to explain it. Well, you two have each other. 
Yeah, uh, that's kind of why. We meet each other on the podcast one day. Yeah, Yeah, it would just be me and Corey on our headphones. That's all we need. But but, but I mean that that really came in handy during COVID in the quarantine. Yeah, didn't have to have guests. I mean, honestly, during (laughs) during the 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 quarantine though, that's the most time we'd spent together. In our entire relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm not even kidding. And, you know, one one day, like, I think it was like two or three months in, and I was just like, dude, we really did pick really well for ourselves. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we God. actually like each other. I so, love that. Yeah, so That's it was, it was good. Romantic. It was like, it was like really nice that we didn't want to fucking kill each other. So, yeah. Thank it goodness. was great. Yeah. So that yeah. was, that was the test. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm in it for another ten. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, from now. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and what about? Are, are you an actor, Mike? Not really. I couldn't really tell from your, <laughs> because it kind of looks like you have a couple credits though. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think a lot about that, and I I think about how it's important to. Becoming a popular stand-up comedian. Like, there's so many people who started in stand-up, but then they get on TV, and that's how everybody knows them, and then they just tour as a stand-up comedian until they're, like, very old. And I think I want to tour as a stand-up comedian until I'm very old. So I would like to do whatever you have to do to, like, to do that. So any desire I have to be in a movie or on TV is to to have a credit like as a stand-up comedian i see playing yourself yeah yeah Yeah. or whatever if i could play a part and and do well i'd love to do that Mm -hmm. but um it's it's probably gonna have to be like uh you know one of my best friends decides to write a movie and needs me and like a jane silent bob type situation i totally see that happening Yeah. Mm. yeah now i um you have I, I would think you could do anything just with oh, your thanks. background, you know? Yeah. I would yeah. try for sure. I've done some things and I don't know like I was in this um this short film uh I filmed a short film in Atlanta a couple of years ago. And uh I don't know like how good it is. Like I was the main person in this little short and it's you know, that's not like I just talk like me and I write all the words that I say. Yeah. You know, well, so to read anyway, somebody else's so. words is like, oh. it was very, like, I don't know if it's any good, <laughs> but well, did I did you it. See it or are you, are I you not able it, to watch? Because I can't watch myself. I, I can't separate. It's weird. Yeah. Like, I know I'm acting. Like, can you tell I'm acting? Like, type, you know? Like, I don't know. It could be terrible. <laughs> I kept apologizing, though. I'll, I'll have to watch it now. <laughs> yeah, where, where can people watch it, though? I don't think they... it's out Oh, anymore. no? Okay. That's how so bad it is. Gonna... <laughs> no, I think the guy is know. going through the process, whatever you have to do. That's also an exhausting process to, like, go through and, and to write and to fund and make and then try to sell the thing it's yeah it is different skill set and it's it's also not as independent either as stand-up comedy because you still have to have somebody buy yeah the material Mm -hmm. where as stand-ups we can just release it on our website or yeah you know um on a plethora of the tubi amazon Mm. prime like there's so many so many outlet tiktok even Yeah. yeah i mean there you know there's so many platforms where we can just take the bull by the horns yeah. But not so much if you want it to be like a, you know, a film. Right, like right. Like that's, that's, yeah, you, yeah. You, can't, you can't post that on TikTok. Or yeah. like on some, you know, 
network show or something. It's dependent on a lot of other decisions. What is um, the overall, I don't know, where? what would you like to come? Of ever, you just want things to crescendo from here, I would imagine, like stand-up? Because you were touring for a while before yeah. COVID. Yeah. Um, I want to keep, I, I would love to keep t- touring. It, yeah. it um to be able to travel like the country with her uh, is is really awesome and probably one of the best things that's like come out of this career in general is to be able to like see different parts of the country with like your favorite person um yeah. so i would like to keep you know i would like to yeah no i know um i was talking about something else um, but I, you know, if I would like to get, mutual, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to get rich doing something. So when we do get divorced, she has something. Thank you so much. But, Thank you for thinking And I'm looking out me. for you yeah, for sure. Yeah, I appreciate that. But it would be good to keep growing whatever, you know, well, and I, I like making things mm-hmm. and trying new things. So. Well, you said earlier that you hope that you're doing stand up until you're old and mm-hmm. I feel the same way because we can. Yeah. Stand ups, you can't, there's not like a, you know, it's not, it's not like a cut off. Yeah, exactly. Right. As long as people want to see it. As long as you can stand. So that's kind of what we're working on. You have to be funny. Just just stay funny (laughs) and get even funnier. As long as you can walk up on the stage, you you guys are good to go. Good. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, uh, I hope you enjoyed the Sangiovese. Oh, yeah. It's Ferrari, Corrado, Siena. Mm For my Albanian and Italian friend yes. this, uh, this afternoon. Thank you very And thanks much. for coming out because I know it's kind of a complicated time right now yeah, to do no. in-person interviews. Yeah. So mm. Thanks for yeah. having us. This was great. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. all yeah. anti-bodied up, okay, everyone? Yeah. So, yeah. We're, we're safe. safe. We're safe yeah. here. <laughs> Dude, and it's always very nice to see you. Like you every too. time, especially at that Oyster House show, it was just your... You know how stand-up comedians are. They're very temperamental. They and you're always, be. like, up and positive, and it was always very nice to oh, see Oh, thank you for saying that. Yeah, of I tried, And you're not... You were doing that show for a while when I, yeah. I, I handed that over. I mean, we I like it to you. Had, because you were we the only in, person I would. Dude, we fell in deep, deep love with what we had. Me and my friend Caitlin Allen. Okay. We had that every week, and it was just such a good place. Like, speaking of getting better, and yeah. all the comedians it was such an easy hang it was like the diviest bar you could ever imagine and it was such an easy place to just like hang out at all night something about the vibe of that yeah. place yeah, yeah. i just texted the owner this morning actually because he's a friend of mine so yeah. just checking in on him but mm. yeah well one day we'll be back there again i hope again, so I hope. I hope so i love that place and in the meantime everyone go to mike's show surrounded yes first friday of uh, every every month at the improv hollywood Hollywood Improv The Lab, mm-hmm. first Friday of the month, yeah. and our podcast. Yeah, yeah. With the, our the, the magical yeah. golden couple here. Yeah. <laughs> Joya and Mike Falzone. I'm, yeah. yeah, thank you so very much thank for you. coming thank out. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. I'll see you at your show. I'm going to okay. go. Good. Okay. Awesome. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Drinking During Business Hours is brought to you by Foley Food and Wine Society, celebrating three of life's biggest passions. World-class wines, exquisite food, and amazing experiences. To find out more, go to foleyfoodandwinesociety.com.